You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the very weekly manga review show, part of the Weird Science Family, a manga podcast family network. I'm here with Luke Hollywood. What up, Luke? What up, Jim? How dare I can you? actually hear you this there time. There we go. That is good. And Second I, want to, I want to apologize to everybody. This will probably be a shorter episode. I ended good. up having problems <laughs> with soot and our furnace, and our oh. whole house got just Sorry. enveloped. And so I can barely breathe right now. I am struggling, Problems. but we'll get through this. We have some of the bangers, and there are some bangers of the week. Mm-hmm. Plus, Luke Hollywood, he's got to get to sleep. So we're going to yeah, start right off sleep. the bat here. What are we starting with, Luke? Starting off with blurry business, we have the Kani Banashi's Story 48, Still Fetching That Teeth, Part 2. Yeah, I don't oh, know what goodness. it is about the manga where... Anytime I see part two, three, it just makes me get triggered. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's one of those that I really do love the games. idea of the weekly storytelling. Not very weekly. I'm saying full out weekly. And it makes sense. I mean, if you do get four parts, that is just a month of the story. But right. I don't know. It ends up where it feel. It always feels like it's just kind of meandering about. And this is starting to, even at part two, the problem is, is it part two, Luke? No, it feels like it's about part ten. We've been fetching this tea for a long old time. I mean, I guess the tea's in another country that we're going to go aye. fetch it from. And so the big play of this tea has and was and still is, what is Akani doing in her version of fetching tea? Her way and of Actually, fetching. just as a little bit of joke, I think that most people in the audience last chapter thought it was retching tea Uh-oh. because they almost all were throwing up. Now, we do just find like out what Jim. is going on here. Yeah, I did throw up a couple of times, and it was just black and sooty. Oh, it was the worst. Like but I'm going to try to get through this without coughing. But if I do cough again, I apologize. But oh my you end up where, what was Aurora thinking, teaching the fetching tea to Akani? And she hmm. ends up talking to Rokoro and says, and Rokoro knows kind of the M.O. of Aurora. She tries to yeah. mess around kind of. You know, she's always testing the limits and all that. So he says, like, what were you doing teaching her this? And Aurora says, I wanted her to be able to tell it her own way, to actually look within herself and figure out what she can do, what she can't do, her limits, what she's doing. And it has worked. I mean, what Aurora says to Rokuro really works out through this because Akani went out to try to, you know, schmooze Jumbo. She was trying to get sexy with the Jumbos, but that wasn't her. And ended up being a friend deal So what I think the audience still was going with Was that, man, this girl's too young To be this, you know, geisha prostitute mm-hmm. type deal I, I feel weird watching it But we find out by the end Not really knowing a lot about the fetching tea ourselves But through the middle of it It becomes a, okay, the first part was a ruse and yeah. this guy There's who goes twist. to try to get her, the twist is, is that, oh, you were trying to, you know, try to dupe me. Because what ends up happening is the character in this is, and it's an Oron, I guess is what I should yeah. say, instead of prostitute or hooker, right? The fancy hookers. The Oron is trying to hook this guy in by pretending to be something and then saying, hey, I really want you to marry me and I can get out of this. Let's like, she's, really tra- she's trying to dupe the deal. So in this, what you end up having is through all of what we've seen, how Akani is playing it, is playing it through the eyes of what she would be doing. She's not good at seducing the guys. She So she just puts that in the run. She makes that part of the story so that when the twist happens, it, it adds layers. Now, that's the devil's hand in my mind. Because Uh-oh. you do have that idea of a first impression and people you know, pretty much almost gagging and throwing up with the idea of her being like, oh, my God, she's so young and she's playing this. In. But that's Not the play. Sexy. She's trying to play like it's funny. She is playing a role and playing that a character is playing a role. She ends she's up like method acting. And so she's role. pretending. And then by the end, it's like, hey, I want to marry you. Look at me. I'm so upset. I'm crying. And the guy then figures it out that she has been duping him this whole time, trying to be Uh-oh. innocent, trying to be this whole deal where Aurora. When she told the story, it was all sexiness at the first yeah. part. So she was actually good at it. Yeah, yeah. And so, and Akani knew she couldn't do that. 
So instead, she went on that date with Jumbo to try to learn to be sexy. I mean, she did, and I even made the joke in one of our titles. She looked at the sexy hot girl flirting tips and tried, (laughs) but they didn't work. So she put that into the story. And what I think that it does the best for all this, it really does show you that the the Rock Ago, because we're not familiar with it so much, we're a little more now, right? I mean, I feel like I'm a Rock Ago expert, but we're not. But indeed. You get that play that you can adjust the story within it a little more than I thought. I thought this yeah. was more a stringent Often thing. Interpretation. So while this is all going on, Akani is now put the twist on. Everybody thinks, oh, my God. And in this sort of twist, I think what they're playing in is that you were so disgusted before. So then the twist really is a big twist. Oh. Like, oh, my God, she had me. Now they're works. really, yeah, it works and they're really invested in it. And you even have Master Hasho in the wings, smiling it up like he Ooh. realizes maybe what happens. And she's talking about the idea, even when she talked to Aurora, the story's your friend. You have to play it the way you are at that moment. And mm-hmm. she is, but even says, when I get older, you know, I, I might redo this and it'll be different. Maybe yeah, then I will. Evolve with her. It's funny. She's like, maybe I will be. Loose and fancy free then Maybe I will have, you know, done it Or it may change in a a weird way But I think that it shows you that the stories If you're really good, they can evolve They can end up changing And if you make the story your own Like your friend, you're better off Than just trying to straight up Oh, I'm going to play this like Aurora Which never would have worked for But by the end, we get to this middle part Where the twist happens And we have to wait till next week to see what's going on So we're going to be fetching tea again Yeah, you got to fetch the tea. I do like with the tea deal, she ended up where she was pretending to cry because of the steam of the tea. But then you end up getting a tea leaf on her. He thought it was Uh a mole. I thought the mole play was going to be like, you're not good enough. I thought it would be that you're actually a man. Uh, and then I got confused. Now, that would have been a crazy twist, right? What is 2023 thinking? It would have been funny. But by the end, it's okay. I mean, it does show you some things. It's not exactly like the idea that I thought the twist was something huge because we're not in the audience. We know no. Akani, but it's still a cool way to progress this. And I still do really like this, you know, this book. But what would you give it? Yeah, I thought it was decent. Um, like we said, the story might be Akani's friend, but it certainly isn't our friend, Jim. <laughs> oh, my. I'm, I'm getting sick of this fetching team business. Uh, yeah, it was nice to see Akani doing it her way. We kind of had an idea that there was going to be something, so the twist makes sense. Uh, but really, uh, I, I hope we twist and turn into an ending pretty soon, because I'm, I'm had my fill of this, and we're going to say it every week until it's at this stage uh, but yeah i thought it was a decent i'm gonna go with a 7.8 out of 10 yeah i'm gonna go eight. I, I did like it but we're gonna move on to the next book that finally gets to a point that we wanted it to get for a while right? yeah we've we've fetched the tea here now and we've got to do a bit more shopping back at the sakamoto day store chip oh my goodness it's sakamoto days days 105 with a nice color page each one's goal. Yeah, I thought you were going to keep going, but that's, that's all it. Each one's goal. So I'm you tired. end up having Sakamoto <laughs> and Shin. They end up get going back to the store, which it's is awesome. They bring Amani, and you're going to see some things with him. Is that mm-hmm. he wants to go and find his dad. He wants to figure out and get things right. He's not used to the real world living. And that's kind of a funny play. He almost, I'm waiting for the, what are these horseless carriages? Like that sort of dumb things. But he is treating the real world as he did at the job, you know, school. And that's not quite the deal. Even though he says, I did really good with the real world class. But you're still not living it. You're just learning it. You do start out with a cold open, though, that you get Lou. And I think it's one of those things where, they heard me bitching and moaning that we haven't had Lou, so like, eh, give him a page. That's all it is. It's like this weird aside. It even has to have at the end. The main story begins on the next page. I'm like, eh, you got Lou, and she's drunk, and there you go. They end up where they're going to get New Year's drinks, and you end up, I don't know, it's kind of a fun little play to show you that there's still assassins trying to take down Sakamoto, but everybody around him are fun and cool, and his plan is thwarted. Because Lou ends up drinking this over-the-top alcoholic drink, which isn't supposed to be. But she cool. drinks them all and then kicks them, and that's it. But we go back and get to the main story. 
And really, we're just going to continue this idea of trying to find X, trying to take down Slur. In the meantime, they go back to the, you know, the convenience smart, bringing Amani. But what has happened with the convenience smart? Well, it, we said maybe it, it went under. Maybe this, yeah, and that's problems. what Sakamoto thinks. There are a ton of people there. So right away, Sakamoto, a little sus here, thinking Close that his wife has blown it and saying the idea of it's a closing down sale. It's not. Though it's sus because we have no idea why they mentioned that there's tons of men queuing up. Men having a good time. Oh, my God. They have sus looks on their faces. Uh Uh-oh. I thought what we were getting was they turned the Sakamoto Convenience Mart into a love cafe. And I would have been fine with it because I'm telling you, we get to your favorite. We already had my favorite, Lou. We get to Mm -hmm. yours, Suzuki, who you love. I thought yeah. they were going to have him dressed up in a maid's costume. Equal opportunity. I thought that they were going to do that, but instead... Business is booming. Yeah, business is booming. They have actually come up with different ways to deal with stuff. It almost makes it seem like Sakamoto was holding them back because they are now have Odin that they're Odin that they're... They got what the people want, and they're bringing it to the people, too. They have too. the stew, they have all the stuff, and it's delicious, they say. You don't really get much with the wife and daughter, but they do end up, when they get together, the funny play is that when Amani sees them, he sees, because remember, Sakamoto did disguise himself as his wife at one point. Oh, my God, two Sakamotos. I'm seeing things. But cool. in this, the Hasuki... I think ends up being the star of the show. He's made an Uber Eats based on his sniper ability and also Pazuki. And it doesn't make any sense, but it's kind of fun. Where people order things, he shoots the things through his gun, and then they end up going to the place, a parachute opens and it drops, and then Pazuki goes and collects the money. It makes no sense, but it's fun. But yeah, you get the characters that we wanted to see. You kind of set things up to go forward. You don't really get much in the way of, okay, this part of it is, man, that was hard hitting or anything. You're just setting up. But we wanted that, right? Yeah. This is what we were asking for. What you do end up, though, by the end is you you see Akira. Akira, remember, she ran off with your man, Kanaguri, the movie man, who we can't stand. He is kind of recovering. And he says, I don't think you're going to be able to kill X. And she says, well, I'm not going to. You're going to. And Whoa. they go back and forth. And again, all you have to do with old Kanaguri is say anything based on a movie and you're in. I mean, he could say, you could say, he'll get me a pot pie. And he'll say, I'm not going to do that. And then you just say, well, in a story, if a guy ended up in the movie, for that, yeah, then he'll go. It's I mean. everything like that. So Akira says, well, you wouldn't want me to die. That would make for a bad movie. Basically saying, Akira saying, you're going to kill everybody up until then, and then I will fight X. And that's kind of how they set this up together. And Whoa. then you have Kenaguri, who we thought and hoped would be gone, starts talking and being the main narrator. And I'm like, please, again, you gave us something we wanted at the beginning. No, this is not what we want. We don't want Kenaguri, please. I hope that in this he dies a horrific death before we yes. get there. But the whole God. play is also in all of this Sakamoto Shin, and they mention that, hey, we got to catch up to Akira. We don't want her, you know, to get hurt and go yeah. and take this That's down. The so they're going to be, plan. they're kind of after her to catch up. And I, eventually, I'm sure that they will catch up. But again, then we're going to have Sakamoto. And kind of gurry yell about movies. I hope not. I really hope not. But Jeez. we got what we wanted, though, at the beginning. And it did feel, even though you don't really progress the story a ton, it felt nice to see the other things you got. We haven't had a lot of, like, the, the nice, wholesome fun that we have with this it's book. It's been a points. while. And that's kind of the setup of it in my mind. You have the wholesome family fun and then the assassin deal. And it, it made a good mix. And we've kind of gotten away from the family part of the feel and just having Suzuki and Lou and the mom and the daughter really up the ante for me. Uh, what would you give it? Yeah, it was a kind of cool down setup chapter for this next movie to care of what is exactly what we wanted. We wanted the family, we wanted the store. So even to see that, that things have been going so well uh, and that business is booming, even even if it's sus business, I was very happy to see that. Uh, and it made me happy. Uh, and I couldn't ask for more. Except I hope that we get less of this film guy, and I hope he dies soon. Uh, 
which hopefully we will be getting to that. Uh, he's going to say final cut on this one. Oh my goodness. Uh, but yeah, I want to go with the eight out of ten. So yeah, I'm going eight five. I'm I'm a True. little more positive now. I, oh, you, you know he's going to last. I, I swear to God, whenever they get to slur slash axe, he's going to end up where he's going to last that long and will probably die right before the big battle. But who knows? He he's so annoying, but. We'll go to the next book, which is a banger. A banger, I say. What is it? It is uh, with the best couple of them all this time. It is the Akashi Triangles, Chapter 119. A fake. Nothing fake about this matchup, Jim. Oh, my goodness. Nothing at all. And again, it's funny. Where I sit there, and I I really do think of Hazuki almost going in with the you know, Ninakuru as well. They kind of kind of go kind of together in my mind for some reason. Uh which you're a big fan, but you also get his sister yes. in this. You get oh. a bun- and his dad. His dad is And sus. the whole farm is super sus. I mean he's the he's the only one that has any uh morality at all in this family. I'm oh, telling you, we ended up where we love the sister. And the sister, it's more innocent in my mind. You know, hey you should get with Matt Surrey. The dad, I, I don't. Setting things up. Problems. So you end up where we have the male and female Matsuri. Split up. I, I'll tell you right now, I like them split up. I could get used to this. Yeah, I didn't like the idea of them being together because then it's just them going back and forth. I'm real. I'm real. I'm real. When yeah. you split them up, you know what you do? You get all the characters that we like. Mm-hmm. And there are a ton of characters in this book. So it allows you to have Matsuri actually deal with everybody at once in that weird way. Everyone has and really, moment. when Ninakuro shows up, it's always going to be him embarrassed. And they go full out with it here. <laughs> and it makes it even funnier because of the way that Matsuri, the girl version of Matsuri, is like pretty much like, hey, now that I'm a girl, like the idea that we really thought that throughout all this, Matsuri being a boy was the greatest because then Suzu and him could date. Didn't really think of the opposite deal of Matsuri girl version with Ninakoro, but th- she goes full out. I yep. mean, it's like, why don't we get married? Like, seriously. Like, and he loses his mind, but his dad and sister in the background, man, that sounds great. Don't blow it, dude. And again, when. Let me sign the papers. Did you recognize the dad right away? Because it's I did been not. A long I forgot time him. You seen him. Yeah. And when he shows up, I swear to God, it kind of plays this way anyway. I swear to God that somehow we were going to find out that there was an alternate version of Ninakuru as well, and this was going to be the this weird sus deal. Version. The thing is, the dad kind of is that. You yeah. know what I mean? The dad he's is like just the sus. He's like how you think he would act, but he's like the sus version. Everybody feels bad because of the idea that the girl Matsuri ran off, so they're trying to get a hold of the boy. I've been calling her. She won't call back. She's not answering my messages, so I hope she's okay. Now, we do see that she kind of is okay, even though she's kind of like a weird, I don't know, she's depressed a bit, right? But she almost feels like a robot, like going through the scene. She doesn't have a lot of reactions, but she certainly gets sus here. And this makes me laugh because it's classic, like sitcom, where she wants to take a bath and she remembers, oh, man, Ninakuro's house, great bath. Like, oh, my God, this is so great. Goes well at that point. Ninakuro is taking a bath uh, with Poa, and you end up where they have to hide. And all Ninakuro oh. does is go underwater, and he tries to hold his breath. I thought this was going to lead to super sus. I mean, the idea of, like, right in the lap and things crazy like that. Thank God he runs out of air and comes up, because I really thought there was going to be some problems. In the meantime, Problem. you do have that. And that's the most interesting part, right? Because mm-hmm. the part with Suzu... And that's Suri. It's kind of what we already had. Yeah, we already had it. We already had the idea. Well, should you date him? Should you not? Hey, I wanted to. So she does end up going a little bit further. Like, yeah, I wanted to date him, but I also wanted to be lovers. You're like, ooh, wait. But ooh. it's like, it doesn't and feel right And she doesn't right want to still. leave the girl behind. So she might be team, team girl, too. She's team both. I mean, really. I mean, would it throw you? We've already had a spit roast in this already. I mean, this would be crazy, but yeah, she says, I feel bad because I really, we said it. We were more attached. We had more of the girl version. That's the connection. 
Yeah, so she says, I feel bad, like I'm cheating or leaving the girl behind. Mm-hmm. So that's, you're just going to delay stuff until they probably get back together as one. Even though, who knows, it might stay like this, but I do like them separated. And the idea of that gender swap mark, in my mind, that would mean to me that you're the real one. But you end up the girl version say that that might be the way that I'm not the real one. And then in Akuro, while you do have totally nude, I mean, completely nude female Matsuri. He comes out of, because he was holding his breath in that bath. I love that he yells out as he comes up. All right, breath training over. Like He made it seem like it was something he was doing that was legit. And then he's like, okay, enough lung strength training. I'll be going now. And he's completely nude. And she grabs him. It's okay. Let's bathe to get Poe's losing his mind. He he comes, he's hiding under the, the deal where he was in that little like basket type deal. And he looks, Ninakuro's having some real problems here. And she says, don't worry, I'm a fake. We separated all these things. But the dad and the sister are watching. They're drooling. They think it's great. But he does not really want to be involved in this and actually says, you have to sort yourself out. Are you awake still? I'm awake. You're not going to go full out with either of these couple type deal. And that makes me think that they will get back together they're playing both hands yeah which they one's are. the devil's hands the father and sister they're upset but then that also ends up having girl matsuri go walk and she's gonna have some thinking time and this is what i was talking about the idea that we get Hinojiki here it's like holy crap like we are getting some characters and things that we haven't seen for the ages since we got him i mean seriously and he's on the deal protecting the grounds of Lou, oh. then something's up with Lou that they don't really say, but they have to protect her. And I'm thinking that maybe they've had threats of her being kidnapped. Remember, she's pretty rich, all mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Or maybe something bigger. I don't know. Again, I like the idea. This is the things I love is you get these characters we haven't had in a while. You mm-hmm. can have some fun little aspects of it, though. We're kind of losing track of the main story again when I thought we were getting back to a dark May and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So, but I like this. Yeah. But what would you give it? Yeah, I thought it was real good. Uh, like, we might be drifting away from the main story a little, but me and you aren't too crazy on the main story. No. Like, the last, yeah, the last few chapters we had focused on that, we were actually pretty down on. So, to kind of, this is more up our alley to get back into the characters that we love. To have some sus moments, but it's not super sus. The family's sus, but apart from that. Uh, but like you were saying, having this opportunity with the two Matsuris being split up and being able to have that uh, spotlight shine on all the cast now, and meaning that we're getting to explore characters that we don't get to see much of, like Lou. It's been a long time since we've seen her. Uh, this is really a good direction for this book to be going, uh, and I'm liking it a lot. And it means for people who just jumped on, they're going to be able to enjoy these characters too. Uh, and, and then they'll learn to love them too, Jim. Uh, just like us. Bada bing. Uh, so yeah, I like it a lot. I'm going to go 8.5. I'm going 10. 8.5. Now, am I crazy oh. in saying that it could end up, if they stay separated, this would be a good opportunity to say Dark May to grab the female version of Matsuri and play that against the others and you could do a lot of wacky stuff with this that would pretty, you know, go back to that main story that I think would be cool. So with all of that, though, we're done the first section of books. We're going to head off to your banger section where it's a different play here because we didn't talk about the last chapter of Fabricant 100. And so you're going to talk about that and then we'll be back with it's a double shot is what I'm saying. Luke. You're going to talk about chapter seven, I believe. Right. And then we're, we'll be back with chapter eight. Uh, to continue on the podcast. So we'll go off right now to Luke's Bangers. What's up, manga fans? It's your boy, the Hollywood Kid, back at it again on the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast. The Weird Science Manga and Anime Family of Podcasts. This family isn't a fabrication. I'll tell you that much. Oh my goodness. Here we are on a Monday recording the luke's big bangers oh we like to keep it fresh keep it and mixing it up so we're ahead of the game but also we're behind the times because this week we're going to be discussing a chapter that came out last week but uh you know me and jim was doing other business and we didn't talk about it so uh here's my job to play catch up 
so that we can go slide it into the next chapter of Fabricate 100 like nobody's business. And what a what a good series to slide into, everybody. Lest you forget, it was on the top five list of the best mangas of the 2023 from yours truly. And it was the only list that mattered. Don't pay attention to gyms. Oh boy. And yes, it, it may only have seven chapters. Well, eight at time of recording, but we're talking chapter seven. But uh, those seven chapters are confirmed club classics. So uh, put that in your pipe and smoke it, everybody. Oh my goodness. It really is a, a quite an impressive little series, and uh, we're enjoying it quite a bit here. Which is why I'm going to give you the lowdown on what went down in Chapter 7, so that we can all enjoy Chapter 8 together. And I've ran out of Blitz chapters, so I suppose I have to talk about something. Oh boy, but here we go. The stage is set for Fabricant 100 Chapter 7, Reflecting Mirror. And that mirror is pretty sus, as we're about to find out. But we do see, if you remember, back in Chapter 6, Ashibi and Fabricant 100 went to the place where the Fabricant Hunnan was hottest, and they got a new mission from the boss to take out the Roxies. Roxy, don't you put on that red light, and don't you be killing innocent people with your enchanting voice. Oh my goodness. The beautiful Roxy song is said to lure listeners to the heavens and to the hells because we see glasses here fell for it he was in the crowd watching the beautiful roxy singing her tune next thing you know he goes for a walk he takes a long walk off a short roof if you know what i'm saying oh my goodness flash onto the ground and then we do see roxy watching from the alleyway and she says he could have chosen a cleaner method as he went splash all over the floor so clearly, there is some sus things afoot here. We have Roxy telling people to be chopping off roofs, and that's no good at all. But we do see the gang has arrived at the musical center, the place where the Roxy singing is hottest. And apparently, she's not just a pretty, pretty voice. She's a pretty face, too. The singer Roxy. A lot of people who've seen her on stage end up going missing but still that doesn't stop the crowds they want to hear that voice and see that face and then tickets are hard to get they're like the hamiltons but uh the roxies and we do see athletes actresses and politicians you have to be somebody to get a seat in the in the roxy show oh my goodness but that's clearly her way of getting the refined superior body parts from the higher class of human that goes to see her show you got the i don't know how that works like if you got the monies that means you got the the good bodies i suppose but uh it is what it is i suppose if you're an athlete like a like, uh, politician what does a politician have i mean <laughs> like if you're an athlete you have like a good body actress probably good body politician good brain i don't know about that <laughs> You, you know them politicians, everybody. Oh my goodness. This is a family-friendly show. Let's not get political. Oh boy. But we do have Fabricant 100 thinking, if Roxy's beautiful, then I, with my looks, I could be the movie stars. Ashibi doesn't really agree. He's all business. He's thinking about the job and why the boss sent them there to do this. It's to test his resolve to see if he's okay with taking out a Fabricant who isn't a killer. Well, is a killer, but is to take out a Fabricant who Who's charming the human like Roxy is singing to her captive audience no matter who the fabricant is I can't let them hurt more people so he gets right down to business he starts cutting right in the middle of the alleyway because that's how he lures the fabricants out with his tasty scent of his blood but uh, it doesn't really work he sliced himself up for nothing because there's too many people and so the scent kind of got lost in the crowd and maybe because they're outside and Roxy's probably inside the theater and this is a new scenario for these two because they've only ever hunted the fabricants outdoors. They've never done an inside job before. Oh my goodness. So their only option is to bust in solid snake style and get the job done. But they ain't going to be able to get tickets on such short notice. They have to be somebody to get the tickets. And then we hear the sus news from outside the overhead window is apparently the actor playing the child role is dead. What? How did that happen? Again, like, that's... Okay, that's one thing. Again? Why, why did they say again? What happened to the other child actors? Oh, no. We only have half an hour before the show 
It's already hard enough finding an actor who's willing to go on stage next to Roxy because she's such hot stuff. But uh, yeah, apparently multiple child actors dying. But the show must go on, everybody. <laughs> I mean, if you get that Roxy ticket money, who cares? What's, what's a couple of child actors to big buddies? Am I right, everybody? Oh, my goodness. But this is a good opportunity for Ashibi and Fabricant 100 to slide in as an actor and the manager. And let me tell you, thus... Thus, office wear from that manager. She needs to do up a couple more of them buttons, I think. Oh, my goodness. Well, she still thinks she could have been the actor. And then she says, what kind of child is over 180 centimeters tall? That's a good question. That's a good question. I think that child's name is Jim. Oh, boy. He's probably going to hear that. But we do see they get right into action. They're running there. They're getting ready for the play. For the show, it's about a princess who's captured by an enemy country and her love story with the soldier who cares for her. But it's not going to be about anything if Ashibi and Fabricant 100 get the job done. They want to get the slicing and dicing done before the curtains are even opened. Because the show starts with singing when the curtains are closed, but they're going to do the deed then. Because if they start shanking ladies with, with the curtains drawn, everybody's going to go nuts. They're going to run around the place and stampede and people are going to get hurt and we don't want innocent people get hurt enough people already took a big jump off the roof for that so we see fabricate 100 goes straight into business roxy's singing her tune but she's about to be singing in heaven or hell because fabricate 100 is about the latest smackdown but boom too fast fabricate 100 misses oh my goodness she dodged me or was it somebody else and then whoa we see this is a two-man performance a duet of sorts because we have Roxy in the arms of a fabricant with stitches. How sus. She's human. And that one isn't. Oh boy. Roxy's mouth is closed. But the song hasn't stopped. How sus. We see this other person with the stitches. The fabricant's mouth is open. And Roxy is just sitting pretty. The one in the suit is the actual singer. Roxy's just the lip service, if you will. It's a fabricant with a specialized voice using a beautiful human. As a stand-in to avoid them stitches. Oh boy. Roxy says, oh, look at this. Another fabricant, more stitches. So that's a revelation. Roxy knows about the fabricant game. This isn't no mind trick that's being pulled on her. Why are you doing this? Asks Ashibi. And Roxy pulls a pretty sus face and says, having the fabricant sing for me is the only way I'm going to get to stand on the stage. She's doing it all for the limelight, all for the glory. Just in exchange for handing over my body once I'm an adult, I get to borrow her voice. Which, I don't know, Roxy. I mean, I know the celebrity and the fame is pretty nifty. But uh, you do realize that there is an end date to this fame. Uh, when you're 18, bye-bye, Roxy the musical. Hello, Roxy pushing up daisies. Oh, jeez. That's why you're doing this. There's a sheepy who is outraged and Roxy isn't so happy at all herself. She actually... It's a pretty creepy look on the last panel. She's pretty disgusted at this punk kid for throwing shade on her like this. And that's when the game doesn't change. Because Ashibi realizes the real game plan here. It wasn't just about killing a fabricant who can mesmerize the humans. It's about seeing a relationship between a human and a fabricant. A corrupted relationship like this. I was sent here to see exactly how they ended up. What could happen between Ashibi and Fabricant 100 if things got more sus? Oh, jeez. But there's no time for big revelations because the current's being pulled. I won't let you interrupt our performance. The show must go on, says Roxy. Always a performer at heart. And the curtains are pulled and it's looking pretty sus for everybody involved. Oh, my goodness. How are Ashibi and Fabricant 100 going to get out of this sticky situation? Oh boy, I guess you'll have to wait till me and Jim discuss it in a few minutes. Oh boy. But uh, there you have it. That was chapter 7. Oh my goodness, pretty crazy. Once again, Fabricant 100 continues to develop and expand. Every chapter we're given something fresh, something new to consider. And it really is very exciting. To have this new scenario for Fabricant. Yeah, the Fabricant is a killer like the rest, but... Uh, have this sus relationship and as the chapter title suggests this reflected mirror against the shibi and fabricate 100's relationship is very quite interesting indeed and a good test 
of Ashibi's resolve is he able to get the job done, even when the humans and the fabricants is just like him. I mean, I mean, Roxy's pretty sus anyway, so you know, like <laughs> maybe not too hard. She's she is killing people, uh, and she has a pretty warped mentality going on here. So I mean, Ashibi get the job done, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be pretty crazy to see how things shake out here, and very exciting indeed. Fabricant One Hundred continues to impress, continues to be a book that you really need to be hopping on if you haven't checked it out already. Only seven chapters, so easy to catch up on, and I would say it's well worth it. Art was really good this week too. Uh, even that final splash page with the curtains opening and then four shocked faces at the bottom dun dun oh my goodness exciting times indeed and i'm sure the next chapter is going to be a showstopper everybody oh my goodness but there you have it that's fabricant 100 that's a big banger i'm going 8.5 out of 10 rock solid everybody be checking out this book and stay tuned for more fabricant 100 action right after this but maybe if we don't end up doing it Stay tuned for more Fabricant 100 action anyway, because it's really good and you should check it out. But yeah, there you have it. Big banger. Luke's big bangers finished for the week. And it's back to the main show. Bada bing. All right. And we are back, Luke. Uh, are you awake? Are I'm you awake about... now? Yes, you're aye, about aye, to, aye. to bail on life here. <laughs> and that sounds darker than it should. Oh, what are geez. we going to go into this? I kind of said before we went into your bangers, but. What are we continuing with, Luke? Well, yes, Jim. I might be sleepy, but the show must go on. With Fabricate 100, Chapter 8, Denial. That's what I do whenever you ask me to record, Jim. Yeah, oh, really. Goodness. I think that denial is you denying that you're sleepy, but you uh, never yeah, deny yeah. that. Yeah, we, we continue from what Luke was talking about in this whole, and it's funny, the show must go on, where you end up having this combo. Sus fabricants versus not so sus. Yeah, and you end up through this where Fabricant 100 is figuring out exactly how this whole thing is working with psionic attacks and Ooh. the idea of using sonics against the crowd. And if this whole thing ends, if this performance ends, everybody's going to die. And it's funny because Fabricant 100 does not give a rat's behind about anybody in the crowd. Mm -hmm. I don't either. They look too highfalutin, right? They look yeah, fancy. fancy. In the meantime, though, Ashibi might end up getting hurt because of this. But we're going to go back and forth with, and I like the attacking of Fabricant 100 and the other Fabricant. And she's trying to figure out, okay, what number are you? You must be one of them single-digit nonsense single ones. Which seems to be shade, you single-digiter. I did see some things in this, and you even do get, you know, like a little bit of a trigger deal of this is all wrong from the doctor and stuff. You get that little flashback panel where I do like where somebody mentioned it in the comments that if you do get these, any of them is they're going to have something you can exploit because they were wrong. They weren't really well done. And mm. you end up figuring or she figures out the main thing is this. It, it's an infrasonic hum. Of the frequencies of the oh. songs. And this is where she thinks that the only way they can stop this is to make some other sounds that will kind of take that out. If you don't hear the song and the whole play was too, you have to sit through the whole deal. There's a lot of things going on with just this singing star deal. And Ashibi, though, he's there pretty much telling this girl, like, you could have been anything. You're pretty hot. You could have been a, a Hollywood star. You could have been Ooh. like, and she's like, ah, you know, I just do this. And they just go back and forth. But the clanging of the swords that they're doing on the stage, which, again, fancy, you know, audience, they're too dumb to realize this isn't part of the stupid show. I mean, all of a sudden, this thing, loud I, I love the idea. It's almost like in my mind that they would have known what this whole deal was. But now it's just going on. They're like, oh, look at this. This is some crazy improv, right? Yeah, really. And they're like, oh, my God, this is the best thing. In the meantime, you do have the fabricants fighting and making noise behind them. Hey, I heard this. I heard that. But then by the end, I mean, this is going to be very quick because by mm. the end, you end up having Fabricant 100 realize, again, I have to do something to counteract, you know, this sonic attack. Maybe if I can do another frequency that will do what happens at the end? I'm asking you because I even saw in the comments. Oh, nobody seems to understand what happened at the end. Some and everybody oh has their so own what deal. What makes you think I will? Oh, jeez. It does look like what's happening is that 
you have Fabricant 100. She jumps up on the chandelier. That's like a glass chandelier, right? So you got some, like, frequencies. Well, this is the thing. Some people think that she is doing something to the chandelier, almost Ooh. like when you're playing bottles. You know, in that nonsense, I right? I thought that she screamed, and that was it, the echo. But some people then were thinking that she was actually singing, and her singing Voice is an so angel. bad oh, no. that everybody's screaming. You do have a Shibi who seems <laughs> to know what's going on. I'm telling you, by yeah, the end. He, but he's smiling, but he's covering his ears, so it must be something loud, you know? Some people think that the Oz are the crowd screaming because of this awful noise. Some people are thinking oh. the Oz are her singing, going, that's what oh, I oh, thought. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, but it's in this frequency that's popping it. And you do end up having the girl say, what's that sound? So it is something that is audible. It's not, again, like a dog whistle that you can't hear. Mm-hmm. So I, it, it is a bit confusing by the end. But again, Ashibi seems to know what's going on than everybody. I've lost my hearing. Well, that's how you're going to win the day here. If they mm-hmm. can't hear, they can't die. But Again, she didn't care about the crowd. She only cared about the sh- At one point, she thinks, I'll grab a Shibi and we'll get the heck yeah, out of here. Real. We'll skedaddle, which we've had before. It's very quick. I, I do like it. And you even said to me that the chapter you just went through, that was a bit better than yeah, this one. It so. was. That was the setup. This is the action. Yeah. What would you give it? Yeah, I say, like, if, if we're talking about the sandwich, this is the bit in the middle that didn't yeah. taste so good. Oh, the, you know? the bit in the middle, that's the meat. That's usually the best. I think bit. that what you're saying is this is the crust. Oh, this is the crusty. nonsense. Like, yeah, then, I know you want to put it in, this bit. You want to put it in the middle because it's the middle of the story, but it doesn't make sense. The middle of the the middle of the sandwich is the best thing, Luke. What this, are you talking the, about? The sandwich analogy is is I'm losing it. I'm losing it. You get what I mean? <laughs> I know what you mean. As as we said, like the last chapter that I discussed was a certified banger, and uh, this one is just more of the action, which in itself is nice, but perhaps just not as satisfying i don't feel like you're getting as much as you did in the last chapter uh but i'm sure that it's going to lead us to something good uh, and it was pretty cool fights like we do have some cool the art was very cool some cool scenes uh but yeah i thought it was decent i'm looking forward to seeing how it wraps up i'm going to go 7.8 out of 10 yeah i'm 7.5 i'm finally good. below you in a score there oh I, but it me. is the middle of the sandwich you say i'm gonna yeah, i'm gonna ask my wife i'm gonna ask tanya what she thinks the middle of sandwiches. That's the best part of the worst. Oh, my goodness gracious. But we're going to move on to the next book, which actually was going to be part of the first section. Was because it? I thought it was a banger, but you ended up changing it up. But what are we talking about, Luke? On the fly, keep it fresh. We have the Spy X Family's Milestone Mission 75. Oh yeah, Mission goodness. 75. And you end up in a... Fast forward, then recap, flashback kind of way the story was. I actually, because of the way we do this, and sometimes we end up, you know, hey, we missed it. I thought we missed a chapter. I really did. I felt like we did. Yeah, because when you start, they're actually giving the rewards. It's pretty much at the end of New Hope. And luckily, Chewbacca, who is, in my mind, Bill, gets an award. You end up where they get Stella stars, and it's Becky, Anya, Damien, and Bill. I really feel bad for the bully boys. They they had a good part. Yeah, they were in the thick of it. I would have thought that everybody on that bus should have gotten a Stella star. They really Whoa. should have for what they went through. Uh, but it's nice. You also see the character bits. Bill Watkins, he's fired up. His first Stella oh, star. Yeah. He is all proud of himself. Big Becky is happy. Anya's kind of confused. And Damien is bored. I mean, it, but it's a really good panel. To show you the things. I think that one of the gems of the week is definitely Becky, who thinks that now that she's a star here, because they have this idea, hey, the TV station wants to talk to her. She's like, oh, my God, this my singing career is hitting. She thinks she's like on Disney now that she's going to be the next Hannah Montana. And it made me laugh. Now, again, her family's so rich, they'll probably get her that sort of nonsense anyway. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing she's not very good. But. You end up where they're all talking about it. Damien's like, yeah, I'm not really worthy of this. And he has been putting himself down the whole time. Bully boys might be the gems of the week, right, Luke? Because they say, and it's the best. And I'm telling you, we went with the, you know, the pee boys, the bathroom boys before. I think that the bully boys with the, hey, boss, you did that total crap my pants roost. That really helped. He's like, I don't want to talk about that. Becky's excited. She's going to be famous, but. 
that is shot down because you end up headmaster says, no, 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 this is going to be put under wraps. And I actually thought the right DL. away, how many of these kids are now being yanked out of the school? I mean, you have a school that has allowed your kids to be kidnapped. That That's not good. Yeah, that's not good on the track record. They're not going to put that in any brochures. Headmaster, he's, try- he's getting sus here. He's trying to like, hey, we're going to ixnay on the, you know, advertisements A of our school. Uh-oh. But you do end up going back to how this all ended. And I was glad. I actually thought we were like, what? We, we didn't find out things or see the ending of it. But we do end up seeing that, you know, the, the whole deal with this terrorist organization, they go down. The kids came out. And there's some feels here. There's some real big feels mm-hmm. where Damien's there and the guy, the you know, the bomb squad, they take that collar off. And you get a nice little deal on the side where, hey, man, this is fake. But he runs off. All the parents are coming. You do see that Becky's father does love Becky. I mean, he comes running. He's crying. They're hugging. Oh, where's mom? Oh, mom, I didn't let her come here. You know how she gets. We'll we'll go home and talk to her. But I like even when Becky waves goodbye with that big smile on Anya's face. It's so nice. It's so nice throughout all this, I thought. And, yeah, this is where the police also say, Hey, the blackout for the let all the parents know they can come and pick up everybody. And you do see, and it's really nice. Bully boys, you see them crying. And you end up being reminded in this, especially when we get to Anya in a little bit, that they are little kids. I mean, yeah. they really are. You, 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 all, you lose track of that at points. But they do a really good job of always pulling that back at points. Because, yeah, Anya and Damien are the only ones left. And that's sad. It's already sad. Anya, we understand. Yours is, you know, often Yours about you end your. up where you find out that Lloyd, he's been there the whole time, which makes me he laugh. He's part of like the bomb squad part of that riot with squad. With mustache. Yeah, we have with mustache guy that we dealt with recently in our uh, reading club. Uh-oh. But yeah, his partner there and even his partner. Hey, you should go over and, you know, talk to your daughter. And he's like, no, 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 I'm supposed to be all. It would break my It, it would break the whole deal. So he says, I'm going to end up. Get at home. I'll deal with that, and I'm going to make her a favorite dinner. And the best is Anya Tom sees him. Stinks. Anya sees him and knows what he's at. So I like that. So she even gets the wholesome deal with that. But in the meantime, Damien, nobody's picked him up, and All he alone. feels he. This is about the most real Damien's ever been in this entire series, where he mm. says, "Don't try to be friends with me. I'm not worth it. My family doesn't even like me, and he is not being." anything but real here and no, she says he's being honest yeah and and because she says man you were pretty cool he even says you know he thinks you're incredible but says to her you know what uh i've made fun of you i'm i'm sorry i'm sorry that i treated you like a jerk and then you end up having on you like look how happy she is she goes you were super cool plus you know you ended up grabbing that collar said put it on me and he says something that is like one of those where it's like one of the biggest moments. He says, well, that's what friends do for each other. And Whoa. she's like, holy crap. Now, the worst part is, is Anya's crazy and starts yelling and talking out loud. Well, it looks like I beat mama in the whole get a friend deal. And hey, uh, by the way, Scion boy, I'm going to bring my parents over. We're going to do this. You're going to get world peace, all that. She says it out loud, which throws Damien off again. Like, oh, I thought that you were liking me for me. Not for my family, it throws them off again and you feel bad. But I mm. do like at one point when she's like, well, I guess we're besties. He's like, we're not besties, like we're friends. But I, I feel bad for him. You're going to feel more bad for him with that because he then says, and I think he pulls out of it. It's like, no, oh, I'm not just the only loser. Your parents aren't here either. And as they're saying this, a policeman does say, hey, we can take you home. In the meantime, in the background, there is a cloud of dust gathering because your is in Mach 5 speed running towards them. She's running so far she skids by them and <laughs> says, oh my god, Anya, are you okay? Thank heavens you're okay. I'm sorry, all this. And then actually says on the side, oh, by the way, Damien, I passed your mom in her car. When I, I was running. I, I beat the car here, but nobody Whoa. bats an eye about that. And Anya is there, and this is the best part. This is where this book is It's great. I mean, it really is where you have on you say, don't worry, I'm fine. And then she starts she starts crying because yeah. she's not fine. She's a little girl and that's who why thought she her. was going to die. Even when she thought, oh, I can read minds. It's not really a bum. But she 
it all hits her here. It was scary. Yeah, it was. And she ends up running to your. And again, yours seems a little bit like what? Like the idea, but this really is the idea. And I think the real play here, as we said, Lloyd Mustache Man, are like, don't you want to go and see her? And no, no, mm-hmm. I'll see it at the end. That's where Anya realizes through the, you know, telepathy and stuff that she can hear him and says, oh, Papa's here too, or thinks that at least. But the big play here is. The fake family is a better family than what Damien has at home. Uh Uh-oh. And it's sad because Damien's mom shows up. And we've had this before where we've seen her. She's kind of been hanging out. And she didn't seem so the times we've seen her before, but we see something here. Yeah, you go back and there were times. I mean, you ended up looking into it a little bit where when Damien was mentioned, she did get like, a weird look on her face yeah. and at points. Remember, the big play was Yor had to apologize because Anya hit Damien. Mm-hmm. That whole play in the in the hallway. And that was where it was a little sus with the mom. It's like, I don't really care about that. Like, I don't oh. care. She's in this lady patriot society. But in this, people are debating what it is. I mean, she might have a full-out schizophrenic break here. She may have multiple personalities. Or it's just that idea that Damien, because she's not very, Lloyd said earlier on in the deal, you know, chapters and chapters ago, that she does not get along with her husband. Damien's father and her do not get along. She stays on her side doing things. But it seems a little bit more than that. But Damien, who his mom comes and he's shocked. You actually came here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get you. Are you OK? Oh, my Damien. And he says, hey, mom, don't tell dad. And that's where, because when she first ends up, when she first comes, you get those dark panels, but it's just, oh, Damien, my Damien, my dear, sweet Damien, if anything happened to you, I don't know what I'd do. My Damien, beautiful, beautiful Damien. There's no susness there. Nothing sus there. And she says, I'm glad you're safe. So they're doing this. And then the minute that he says, mom, please don't tell dad that I was crying, she switches and again is this that idea where she's also mad she doesn't like her husband who knows that arrangement maybe we'll find out but Mm -hmm. the idea that damien can't even be a kid and cry about that whole awful thing because of the dad who's Uh mean does that trigger her and then does it come down to is it more is it a split personality or is it this kid is my connection to that awful man and though I love and that's him, a reminder. yeah. If oh, I love, no. I love Damien so much, but he's there, and he's the thing that's you know pretty much the ball and chain that I'm connected to this awful guy. And maybe she does need help. And like the idea where Damien's crying and doesn't want his dad to know, is it that she has some problems and has even mentioned it to him? Listen, I would like to go see somebody about. No, you can't. We, you're the first lady at that point. You're not allowed. So there's a lot there. I mean, yeah. there is some layers here. And the, layers. the thing, though, is Anya sees us all. She can read the minds. So the crazy thing is at first, I love the idea where it's, oh, my beautiful Damien, my beautiful, beautiful Damien. She's like, oh, here we go. It's Uncle Yuri all over again. This nonsense. And it's funny. But then at the end, she sees and it really, it's not good. It makes you really sad. And it kind of. You're starting to get these layers of Damien that you see why he acts the way he does mm-hmm. and all that. And it's it's not good. And I hope that what this ends up being, because still Anya does just want, hey, and somebody even mentioned Anya is kind of using Damien still. She wants to get that mission done and world peace. It's just I think, not as sus as how everybody yeah, else yeah. wants everybody to use Everybody else wants to be around him, to be around him, and hey, I'll be Connection. popular. She's yeah. there for a good reason, but. I think this changes. I think that at this point on, she realizes and will think, you know, Damien has some problems. She's had some problems. Yeah, I think that maybe it becomes a little more and maybe they do become friends because I want them to become friends. Uh, Mm -hmm. Though the rivalry is pretty good as well. But all in all, what would you give it? Because I think it's a banger. I thought it was a big banger. Like you said, it's nice to see the kids being kids. Because uh, it's you, you forget that, uh, and it's been so long, and like they were, they were the heroes of this story. Even you know, even if we had such moments with Yuri, and turns out that Lloyd was behind the scenes the whole time, uh, with sus mustache. Uh, yeah, they were the heroes, and it's nice to see them kind of again acknowledged with the Stellar Stars, 
and being allowed to be kids is nice. It is nice that you get that reminder that, yeah, what they went through was pretty messed up and they're going to be upset about it. And nobody more than Damien, who I think this was a great chapter for. Uh, like You see him really opening up and then you see that there's a lot going on behind the scenes. Super sus mother uh, happening. So yeah, there's, quite a, there's a lot going on with him and it just makes that connection with him and Anya all the more special. And I really hope that that's what we focus on now because it is really, really strong. I liked it a lot. I'm going to go with a 9 out of 10. I'm going 9-5. This is my Ooh. book of the week, easily. Uh, that's why I kind of had it in the first section of books until you oh, messed oopsies. it up there, Luke. But these are the payoffs that this book constantly this has. Ones. And yeah. the payoffs are like Bill coming back in this and then getting it. I don't know that he deserved a star. That's just me. I love Bill. He but does. I don't know that he deserved a star. I think Jim. the Bully Boys, but even the Bully Boys were great. But when they started crying even because they're you know, the tough bully boys, but yet awesome. they're kids. They're all little kids. And boy, it's a Damien chapter. And I always do and have like Damien and still do, but that gives you more layers to him, uh, which makes it all the better. But we're going to finish with one last book and it does have, you know, some layers to it as well, but it'll Ooh. be very quick. This is always a quick book. What is it, Luke? We wrap things up. Never late for Kaiju number eight. Chapter 79, I don't know, is there any fancy this things on the This says in Plus? the Manga Plus Monster number 8, it does say, a staggered difference in power. Indeed. And yeah, you, you ended up, the whole play of this is, and here's the thing, some of the chapters that end up, like, sometimes, oh man, we're still doing this fight, but this fight, it means more, because Kikaru yeah. ends up being the kaiju number 4, and ends up doing that whole deal where she has her mom's kaiju, Connection her mom's monster. And so she ended up, and they already had a good connection. Everything seemed well, but she ran into another kaiju that was just too much more powerful. It ended up, mm-hmm. you know, where we left, it looked like Kikaru might die. Or the defense was down, all this going down with it. And you do even have at HQ them worrying. The idea, you know, you already had her mom and dad die. We can't let this happen again. And we had the chief say at one point, Kikaru is the future. Of the whole defense force So you can't You don't want So they are yelling for her Pull out Come back They end up lowering The the defenses of the HQ Even so that they can get Some people out And maybe even entice The kaiju to leave Kikaru alone But Mm. in the meantime She then says No, no, no You know I'm. It it reminded me again If I'm going to do A lot of Star Wars references It reminds me where Luke is going to go and do the Death Star run and New Hope, Whoa. and he turns off his computer, you know, his targeting computer, what's and they're like, doing? oh my god, something happened, oh my god, you know, what's wrong, are you okay? And he's like, no, no, I'm fine, I'm gonna Connection. do it, and they're like, what the heck, like, this guy is gonna blow it for us all, so when you end up, Kikaru says, I'm okay, I'm gonna go, I'm almost there, they don't just say, all right, you know, high five, they're like, no, oh this god, is crazy. What, what is she talking, I wanted somebody to start yelling, She's in concussion protocol. Get her out of there. But we already knew and were told the idea that this big kaiju attack been going on for quite some time now. They ended up having it scattered around because they wanted to have the defense force all over the place. So they couldn't help each other. And we're still kind of in that thing where Kikaru better get out of there. Nobody's really going to be able to save her. She's got to skedaddle and maybe Mm -hmm. get back to HQ. But she says no. I'm almost there. I've almost done it. They end up looking at her computer deal, and it says released force 88%. That's pretty good. And I like that this actually goes on top of what we've learned recently when you've had even Kikaru and everybody else, where this whole percentage, it's higher than anybody's ever had. Okay, she's back to 88%. That's crazy. In the meantime, they weren't really paying attention because they have to get her the hell out of there. And so what you end up finding out, though, And the whole deal of, you know, the chief, he realizes what's happening. She says, I'm almost caught up. I almost caught her. And it's her mom's ghost. And we get a bit of, and I don't know how much this will play out after this. You know what I mean? And Mm. again, it's almost like a Harry Potter where he sees the ghost of his family. Is this going to happen to any of the other Kaiju, you know, guys. See, we haven't really had the connection, the family connection with any of them. And that's why I think, and it's weird that they say this can happen a bunch of times. It hasn't happened a lot, 
but mm. she does see the ghost of her mom. Mm. And it's not, it's a weird play. Again, if, if I go video games, it almost, if you have a racing game, and then you end up where you're chasing your ghost in the game, if you know what I mean, like Whoa. that's your best lap, and you're trying, it almost feels more like that. It's not like the mom ghost is turning around going, Oh, Kikuru, you got so big, you know. It's almost like the idea of this is how powerful my mom was with this. I'm this bit behind, but if I can catch up, I'll be as good as her. And she was really good, even though, again, you're chasing the ghost. I mean, she wasn't the greatest. She died. But you end up where she's trying to do this. And in the meantime, this kaiju she's going is not real impressed with Kikuru either. So it's kind of like I got to get there a little bit more. I'll get my mom's level. I'll be able to do that. But that's pretty much the whole, you know, chapter. You Mm -hmm. end up having her trying to do this as that percentage raises. And she does end up being able to hit, you know, this this kaiju deal. And even the guy, oh, lucky hit. We know it's not lucky. But she says, I'm going to surpass my mom someday. Uh, But today, right now, it's got to be. It's got to be now. Like, I thought that maybe down the line I'll be better than my mom or equal. I don't have any time to waste. Now. I have do to it do this or I'm going to die. And you do have a really cool page at the end where you then they always have cool cliffhanger pages oh, I yeah. think, in this. And it's her next to the ghost of her mom. And it's a nice way, too, because we never really got a ton, you know, about her mom. It was always through her dad or other mm. people talking. But we do see like, oh, man, you know, she does look like her mom. There's a nice mom showcase. fighting. She's tough. And and she is trying to fight the idea that her dad and mom died. So she doesn't want to die, obviously, but she wants Uh to make them proud. And she's able to, in this way, fight alongside her mom. And maybe at the end, her mom smiles and goes, I don't think it's going to be one of those. Oh, right. Now we have, you know, my mom, the kaiju. I I don't think we're going to end up with that. But it's a nice play. And it's nice for Kikoro. I think that after this, though, it it really will hit her. The idea, I have no family. (laughs) I got ghost mom Mm -hmm. and dad who was in top hat. For the longest time, like really, and we still think that we may get something, and this may even bring up that idea of ghosts in the kaiju that maybe we'll be able to do mm-hmm. something with the dad eventually. So we'll have to see. But I do like it. I thought it was really good, very quick read. And th- the one thing that gets me with kaiju really quickly is just that we wait a couple weeks and then we get to it. I do like it, but it never feels like I, I want it to feel like I've gotten two weeks of story. Because yeah. of the weight, never and it, satisfying it never enough. feels that. But is that the way to keep you going? But at the end, it almost Leave feels us like hungry for more. Yeah, we talk about checking the page count on things. I always do check. Like, is this like twelve pages? Oh no, yeah, no, it always it's feels too short. Yeah, it feels too short. But that might be, you know, part of the reason that it ends up being something that you can marathon or you want to mm. keep reading. But it's it almost feels like one of those things where you would put aside for a whole arc. And then just read the whole arc at once, not weekly or biweekly or whatever, yeah. because it always does feel very, very quick. But uh, I do like it. I, I love Kikaru. I like Kikaru. She's my favorite character in the book. So I'm going to like this more than you. You're not a big Kikaru fan. No. You like her, but I, I, she's great for me. Uh, but what would you give it? I'm actually going to shock you, Jim, because uh, I did like this chapter. And like you said, like, you know, this is, we've been doing this fight for a wee bit, but, um, I think that it really works because, like, like we said, the stakes are high. Uh, Kikuru is a gem, and to have that connection, we've never seen this family connection before. This, so to see that play out is really interesting stuff. Uh, and you're really like, like you say, by the time you get to the end, you're hungry for more. Uh, the only problem is you gotta wait. And I'm surprised that we're saying that because we used to be the biggest kind of haters around, Jim. And now, uh, now we're hungry for more. Well, we finally I'm, got to the main, the, the meat and potatoes. We got to the middle part of the sandwich. Yeah, we're at. The, yeah, really. I mean, to you, that's bad. But seventy-nine <sighs> chapters in, and if I asked you, well, what's the main story about, and what have we done so far? Beats me. First off, we've pretty much got Kafka has not been in this book for yeah. quite some time. Kaiju number eight has Kaiju been number eight has around. been skedaddled. He's pretty and All in all, really, all this was was. Okay, there's these kaiju that they fight. They're building up this, but that's just you know, it's kind of not really progressed much. I like the characters and I like you know the interplay, but again, there's a ton of characters that we haven't gotten to in a while. But I do like each chapter. It just always feels like you want something more, right? 
Uh, but what would your score be? You said you're going to shock. I want to hit it with a eight point five. Yeah, I'm going nine. Ooh. Again, that's the bump because I'm a Kikaru fan, and this gets to, or to kind of fight alongside her mom in a way that I didn't think you'd get. So that's there a pretty go. cool deal. But that's it for the show. Who is your gem of the week? Easy pick for Damien. Uh, it is mine as a well. A big glow up this week. There is the gem sound, right? Ooh. Yeah, it's Damien in my mind, That'll especially because not just because I feel bad for him. It's because he actually did say, hey, that's what friends, friends. do. He Ooh. actually let down the guard. You see that he has to be alone, though, to do that. Everybody was gone. Yep. Nobody from school could hear him. He doesn't have to keep up appearances. No, and, and we've had that of the mind. A while now, but now he got to tell her that. But then again, Anya goes too far with it, and then he has to pull her back. But I did like that. I mean, there are a bunch of gems, even that whole cast of kids. Bill, just Bill getting excited about getting a Stella star, I thought, was a gem move as well. But Ooh. overall, I'm going to go Damien as well. So that's a gem. But I really do think Spy Family was the book of the week as well. But that is it. I'm going to let Luke go and get to bed, which to him is the middle of the sandwich. Aye, and aye, so aye. before we do go, please go over to our Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back. You can throw shade at us about pronunciations and things right. like that. That's always fun. Then you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science manga, where we have early access to a bunch, seven episodes of our Manga Monday show. And we have a bunch of the reading clubs that we do. They are early access about a day or so as well. And just to remind everybody, we have a bunch of reading clubs seven reading clubs we have the spy families the uh, my hero academia demon slayer jujutsu kaisen chainsaw man death note and dragon ball all those in each one of those days but check out the show notes you can listen to all those if that tickles your fancy as we start from the beginning and go a chapter a week in some pretty quick bite-sized episodes. We're not doing a lot of research on Japanese traditions and mythology. I just want to tell you that, Luke. We're not doing that as much as going through and having fun talking about some of the bigger books. So that is that shade that was. But thanks, Luke, for staying awake for most of this. I think at the end of of the first section, I don't know. All bets are off there, but we are done. I'm about to <laughs> cough my lungs out. What's left of those? And thanks, everybody. Problems. And we will talk to you later. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.